We are back with our second episode in our new season, Motion Pictures Meets Reality. And this week, we take ourselves back to the joys of middle school. The first time I watched the 2018 movie, 8th Grade, I was completely taken aback. And by the end, little more than a wet puddle of tears. The film plays skillfully with tensions evoked at the intersection of coming of age, social media, friendships, anxiety school, and the role of loving adults. I had never once seen a movie portrayal of a 14-year-old that more realistically took on the emotional underworld of a young girl, despite the fact that my own 8th grade reality was quite different from Kayla's. For example, in 1995, there were no smartphones, not much in the way of social media, and I had a core group of band nerd friends that I am still besties with to this day. Here Kayla is in her utterly self-conscious and clumsy attempt at making advice videos on YouTube. Hey guys, uh, it's Kayla back with another video. Okay, um, so first things first is um, I haven't been getting like a lot of views or whatever on my videos, so if you guys could share like with your friends and stuff, I would really, really appreciate it. Uh, okay, so topic of today's video is being yourself and it's like you know well aren't I always being myself uh, and like yeah for sure um but uh sorry I sorry I'm, I'm reading these on paper I just love it so much and since I've watched the film I have been dying to discuss it with folks who are surrounded by youth to see if there is anything we can glean to inform our understandings of our students in the classrooms. I'm also really eager to know if I'm the only weirdo that found this depiction of eighth grade oh so relatable. So here with me today, I am so happy to have Hannah Williams Inman, Toby Lowe, and Holly Marjanovic. Um, could we start, you guys? I want to know, I know all of you as your adult, cool, sophisticated selves, especially Toby, super, super sophisticated. I want to know, who were, what was the eighth grade? I told you about my eighth grade self, the band nerd one. Tell me about your eighth grade self and, you know, also, how do you interface with eighth graders these days? What do you do here at St. Andrews? Hannah, you want to go first? Sure. Um, well, second question's easier. I Let's teach, start there. I teach the eighth graders and some of the seventh graders. Which which um, subject? I teach them Spanish. Mm. Yes. There's um, no Spanish teachers in eighth grade. What? Is there any, I don't think there's any Spanish teaching in the movie. Oh, yeah. Eighth there's grade. no students mm -hmm. that oh. you have eighth graders. No, oh, no, no, no. I meant in the in movie, movie, eighth oh, grade. Yeah. Okay, this there's is going to no, get confusing. This is going to get real confusing. Yeah. We need there, to come up with a system. There needs to be a code the word film. for the film. <laughs> or, or we call it just like something like Cracker Jacks. Or yeah. some code <laughs> word like Cracker Jacks. Can it not be Cracker we'll Jacks? This is going to make me laugh. Let's just not call Cracker Jacks. Okay. There's yes. no portrayal of a Spanish teacher. Um, in the film, there's not many portrayals of teachers, right? There's, there's like, three. There's like not a ton of teachers. My favorite was the, the band teacher the with yeah. the braid. Yeah, yes. And that was real life. Was I so read that. And it was Bo Burnham found an actual guy with that ponytail. It's oh. like, you're in the movie. Well, I'm sure we'll get here. But I the, the Bo Burnham found a guy is like, that's everywhere in this film. Especially with Gabe. And I cannot. Oh, Gabe. Gabe. Later. Oh. Okay, sorry. Um, back to you. Back to me. Um, in the eighth grade, I, eighth grade was actually a very, um, it was a, it's a, a poignant year in my memory. Mm -hmm. um, I remember 
as I look back on it now, going from being a shy, quiet person who could really relate to Kayla. Yeah. That's her name, right? Kayla. Yeah, Kayla. Um, I think eighth grade was the turning point for me when I just decided that I didn't want to be shy anymore. So kind of like when she does her little, um, her video at the, maybe it's at the end where she talks about just deciding to be confident and you just have to act like it and then one day you'll feel like yes, it. And yes. I think I did that in the eighth grade. Wow! Making a huge shift in my friend groups. I I felt like my friends were mean to me in eighth grade, which everyone's friends are mean to them in eighth grade, I guess. We're all mean in the eighth grade. But I went from one group of friends and I was like, I don't feel like they're very nice to me, so I'm going to switch mm-hmm. friend groups. And then, like, joined the couple of friends that I had all through high school. Yes. And I just decided, I was like, I don't want to be, like, I don't know. I don't want to feel like I have to hide anymore. And I just decided I was going to try and be confident. Um, so I feel like I have a lot of things Whoa. I can relate to Kayla with. Um, yeah. yeah, this conversation is so excited. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> um, okay, eighth grade. So my parents, um, we I transferred to a new school, eighth grade oh, year, which was a disaster. Um, <laughs> and so um, my okay, so I, I grew up in a small town, Raymond. We had one haircut person, and so my mom only wanted to use this. I could not go into Jackson and get my hair cut, so it was like this very short, like, late... I don't even know how to explain what the haircut was. And then um, I had braces, and we had these wonderful things, the headgear with oh. the braces. I had headgear. Yeah, I had so, headgear. So it was... Three, three headgears! Yes. Yeah, it crazy. was... It was... Dear Lord. Did you have to wear your headgear at school? Mine was My mother Mine was, was sometimes... Was it a punishment? God... Oh, you had to wear it. See, because also the new, the, 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 okay, so I I feel like also the orthodontist sons went to this school and like my, it was just an interesting. She was afraid she was going to get caught. I didn't know what was happening. It was like, I do, I I feel like I remember wearing the stupid headgear. Like, it was just bad. Like, it was new school. It was like all these things. Um, I I did not love, um, and we had a really, a really tragic eighth grade. I'm, I'm like start tearing up. But one of my um, classmates was actually um, it was was uh, was murdered by oh it was gosh. and it was like it was this crazy crazy year of just emotions yeah. of up and down of um, and it, it was it was a lot. But it, another classmate, her father committed suicide. That like oh. it was just. I can't, I don't even, like, it was the early 90s. Like, I don't think, you know, there, there was anything crazy going on, like, you know, in the world or economically that it just, it just, all these things happened. Um, and so, um, I don't know. It was, it was just, you know, started out very awkward, but I think it, it, it was just, it became very heavy very quickly yeah. um, with all of that stuff going on. So, so And, yeah. like, that's what eighth grade feels like, I think. It's like this, like, collision of, like, kid stuff and like grown up stuff and like it sounds like you were really it there. was right in the yeah we were we were thrown into the mix of it especially after Stephen um yeah it <sighs> was it was it was a lot and uh, I mean just thank God we were we were at this it was Hillcrest Christian School it was like a smaller school and there was a lot of you know um, good a good faculty there good. who who cared and there were good. parents there who cared and it was yeah. it was it was I mean for that stuff to have happened it was a it was. Is as good an environment with support as you could have for those things to happen, but um, yeah, but yeah, it was, it was wow a year to remember for sure. Yeah, Toby, yeah. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> eighth grade was like my nadir year. Like I was like at my worst possible. Like getting like 
kicked out of class because I couldn't stop talking. Like, I didn't know why. Just like, yeah, felt like I didn't have any friends at this school, which was tough because it was like a 7th through 12th situation. Oh. So it was just like, you're there. And I was like, oh, man, did I spend the first two years, like, systematically, like, not making friends? I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, so that eighth grade was not fun. And I was like, didn't like the way I looked. Um, just was like waiting for puberty to finish. I was waiting to get my growth spurt because I was like, my dad's six foot four, and I was like, come on, because my mom's like five foot two or something. She's oh, very how small. How were you in eighth grade? I don't remember. You were short then. I was not. Yeah, I had not gotten oh. my uh, after eighth grade was the year when I got to my present height. So Whoa. Uh, yeah, so like, and I was just like waiting for all this to happen. And I was the third of. I was like the. I had an older sister at the school already, an older brother at the school already. So everyone, and my dad taught there. So like everyone already like knew who I was or it felt that way. There was like a bunch of older students who were just like, aha! And so it was just like all of that swirling around and going on. So yeah, but like, no, I did, I did not feel like I was one of the popular kids, but also was like, I don't need to be one of the popular yeah. kids, but I do want to find something that I'm better at than everyone else. Um. So that was hard too, because... I didn't know what it was, you know. You're always trying to find your thing, and I did not know what my thing was going to be. Wow. So it was a lot. Yeah. And just the other thing always, too, is like with the gift of distance, it's so hard to remember that, like, you use the term popularity with a straight face. And so when I hear, like, students now talking about who the popular kid is, like, I've had discussions with Xander Rust about, like, what does it mean to be popular? And it's just so weird and it feels so artificial because you remember from your own time in high school, no one knows anything. Mm -hmm. No one knows what they're doing. Like, this whole idea is so farcical. And yet, when you're living it, it's the most important thing. Yeah, it's it's all-encompassing. And so that's what's so interesting to me about this movie is – like, yeah, he, the the writer director, he you know he's a, a keen observer of like Oof. what it is. So true. I mean, so true. it's and it's great because it's really from the POV of this one student, yeah. which yeah. is why I think the two teachers that you see are so marginal. Yeah, like uh, at yeah. best they're kind of blundering idiots. Yep, yep, yep. And so, <laughs> but I'm like, that's probably how I am for a lot of these kids because they can't focus on anything no, else. No, it was a helpful reminder yeah. that their life is literally never about me. Right. Yes. Yeah, they can ruin my whole day. Yeah. They can ruin my week. Yep. And their life is not about me. No. They were not doing it on purpose. Yeah. Isn't that so true? So this is crazy to me in all your introductions. We have like different aspects of Kayla. We have like the social friendship confidence element from Hannah. We have Holly, like the the, the real danger, like eighth graders are facing. Because there are all these parts of the movie where I'm like, Kayla, why are you so anxious all the time? But scary stuff has happened. Like her mom left and like that dude in the back seat, like things are scary that are happening. And then like Toby, you had like the waiting, like mm-hmm. the like I'm waiting to become the thing that like the on the but cusp. I but I will be, I mean, that mm-hmm. is, I feel like we couldn't pick three different pieces of that of that puzzle. Okay, well. The, so are you the secret fourth part of oh, Kayla? and I, okay, so I. I Banned. Like, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like, okay, so I feel like in eighth grade, I, so in my school structure, it was like a sixth through eighth massive school. Oh, okay. And the next question we're going to have, I'm so interested in talking about because 
what kills me about this movie is it's everything about my public school experience. It's like the cattle in the hallway. It's like the dude, like, I didn't have anyone, like, actually, like, mess with themselves during the video. But I had a boy showing me a picture of what 69 is, like, just to get a, you know what I mean? Like, this is, like... This is normal life in like a lot of school. It's like mm. I would know where to sit on the bus because it wasn't safe to sit in the back with the jerks back there. You know, like it's so like so much of this movie. I'm like, this is so much like my experience, but I have no idea if it's how my kids would experience it at St. Andrews. Like there, we don't have the cattle in the hallway feel. Yeah, we do have problematic eighth grade. Like we certainly have kids going through all the all the same stuff. But I, I yes, this movie, Kayla. A hundred percent me, except for the part that by eighth grade, I had my village. I had my troop. I felt strong and I did not feel any desire to be popular. Really. I thought I was too cool for that by then. Now, if you had caught me like two years earlier, Mm. I was like, when will I become popular? (laughs) Um, And, and, and so by, but by then I did have a solider sense of self and found things that I was good at, right? Like I had found I was good at the trumpet. And so like, that was my thing. And in my humongous school, I couldn't do anything else. Like I wouldn't be able to also be good at any other sport because I couldn't make any of the teams, but like I could do bands. So like, and that was where I also had people. So, okay, well let's, I want to hear everybody else's like, is this movie a realistic portrayal of eighth grade today? And, or how does it compare to, do we think like St. Andrews? And the two things I can't stop thinking about are just how it portrays middle school in general and also how it just portrays eighth graders in such a delightful messed up weird i mean in other movies it's like you have the popular girls who look and perfect. everyone else looks right, perfect yeah. except the nerd in the protagonist's spot in this movie you have all sorts of weirdos all over the place but yet she still feels like she's the only anyway i love that portrayal so i don't know any what do we want to talk about in relation to that stuff I would love to, I mean, you teach the eighth graders here. Like, I see a lot of similarities in the movie with our eighth graders. Um, I would like to hear what you have to say, you know, from a classroom. You are, you have the biggest sample size. I do, I do. Um, I mean, they are weird. That's for sure. (laughs) I think I... I Toby nodded, for the record. Yeah, Yeah, they're... They're weird. (laughs) I I loved the montage at the beginning with, like, kids putting their rubber bands on. It's so good. That that was so I wanted to play Stacking markers and it falls down. I wanted to play the scene, but it's all visual. So they still do that in ninth grade. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Obviously. (laughs) I think I... Because it's fun. I do think St. Andrews is different, I will say. Um, So I'm I'm excited to speak with y'all who have been here for longer to talk, you know, talk specifics that way just this being my first semester or I guess in my second semester here I'm like oh I don't know but like it felt the movie felt like my public school experience Same, too. like yes. I was like oh this is this was Jack Jewett Middle School mm-hmm. go Jaguars LeBron um, James yeah, like in the assembly are you my mom yeah. like yeah. somebody yelling out no yeah. one clapping for the and awards no, totally and, public school. and truthfully like not a ton of accountability for absolute tomfoolery totally. that's, that's one thing that I think is different here is we have a a different level of accountability for one's actions, even as a 13-year-old. So I think that changes things a little bit. But um, one thing that is absolutely true is all eighth graders want to belong and feel like they don't. All of them, 100% of eighth graders, want to feel like they're a part of something and don't feel like they're a part of anything yet. Even who maybe some of our friends would call the popular kids. Mm -hmm. Like, they also don't feel like they're a part of anything they don't know who they are um so that i don't know i think um 
I think a student like Kayla is an interesting student to focus on, like the one who doesn't have their thing yet, Toby, like you were saying, and who is like trying to wade through it all to find, I don't know, find footing anywhere to like grow up almost and like make it through the eighth grade. Um, And it's interesting that her impulse is to do help videos for other people. Um, she's doing them for herself, right? Like that's she's how she to tell works herself. through things. It's how she's making yeah, sense. She's processing. My favorite part of that is when she that horrible scene with was it her dad at the table? Yeah. When I want to strangle her, all of my parenting mother, I'm like, make her get off the phone. No, yeah. he, he yes. says he says one more thing, and then I'll let you get back to her phone. Get back to your phone, and she's already, already mad. Back. I love. She's, she's mad. It's so she real. So it's mad. so real, and I'm so annoyed as a parent. But he says essentially, he essentially gives her the theme for her next help video. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, that's oh my gosh, she notice. heard him. She heard him. It meant something. It I trickles she... down and, and they repurpose it to be their idea or whatever. But Oh my gosh. I, well, because I see the same thing when we do Social Institute. Like, it's not my words, but yeah. I can tell they're not the kids' words either. Mm-hmm. Like, it's clearly some adult that they trust somewhat has told yeah. them these things. And then that's how they will it comes they out. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And... So that's, again, this is just such a well-observed movie. Ugh. Like, he, because a lot of times, especially because a lot of times school is the setting. It's the milieu. Uh, um, if you will. If, if you, you will. If, I will. Hey, I, uh, I, I took at least two film classes. Oh, my gosh. You're the right person for this. <laughs> but, but it's so interesting because a lot of times the school is the backdrop where things happen. Mm-hmm. And in this, mm-hmm. it's just school is happening. Mm-hmm. Her life is happening because... When you're in eighth grade, that's your life. That's your like, life. Yeah, everything it's th- feels big because it is big. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. I don't know. Like, so I went to a an independent school. Yeah. So yes, exactly. So my experience is probably more similar to. You said milieu. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you learn. All these fancy, mm-hmm. fancy words. These fancy. We didn't say that. Dime words. <laughs> so one thing I noticed that maybe y'all noticed too was when she goes to the pool party and she can't believe how big the house is. Oh. I was constantly feeling that because obviously oh, yeah. I went to the school because my dad right. taught there. Oh, yeah. And so we had tuition remission. This is like, and I was And I was told very often that normally you would not be going to this school. <laughs> so Ugh. that's something that, that from stuck out. Peers or from, from, from my parents. Uh, like, don't, parents. Yeah, like, you okay. better work hard because, okay. like, this mm-hmm. one peer did yep. ask if I ever felt bad that I took a spot from somebody else who might have deserved it more. And I said, do you oh! feel bad that your family has a jet? <laughs> and oh. then you stopped talking to me. <laughs> you won. You won. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, I think but, that, I think the, the house moment is interesting, too, because I think – all 14 year olds are doing that all the time. Mm-hmm. They're always like holding things up as a mirror to themselves and being like, how am I different from this thing I'm seeing right now? How does my life not look like this? Does my, should my life look the way it does or should my life look like this big house? Should my life look like I'm having fun in the pool with all my friends? Like, why don't I feel like I want to do that? Like they're all, mm. all the kids at that pool party. Yeah. We're doing that. Yeah. Too. Fair. This, is this the moment we can talk about Gabe? Because that's oh, where she Gabe. meets Gabe. Oh, my God. I cannot believe what I watched on the screen, especially at the end of the movie. The end! <laughs> Nuggets. When he oh. takes his mask off, his swimming mask off, you're I like, oh. Literally, the thought that was going through my head was, 
did Bo Burnham find this eighth grader on the street and then also not tell him he was in a movie? <laughs> and just that's talk how about it. That's that how good it was. I agree. I was like, that is too real. Stop mm. it. The, I was like, you've got to stop now. <laughs> okay. And then did the Rick and Morty references. I was like, mm. oh, we're going to so go much. ahead and look for that. Like, I myself that wanted clip. to melt into the wallpaper. I was like, oh, no. When yeah, and of course the first thing is like, you want to see me? You want to see me do a handstand? Yeah, yeah. Do it. Too much motion in this pool to do it. Uh Like oh no. It's so good. The the whole time my kids were like, why can't she like Gabe? He's the good guy. But here's what's here's what I really appreciate. It's not he's not treated as a romantic partner because what she needs really is a friend and a peer. It's so refreshing. Yes. Okay, here he is. Here he is, fellow weirdo. This is where he pretends to accidentally have the certificate. The certificate. It's so good. You uh, you like chicken nuggets, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I got a twenty piece, and I also got two of every kind of sauce. All the sauce. But you know, if you have a favorite sauce and want more than one packet of it, you can have mine. I like all the sauces. I like all the sauces. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and the nuggets have been sitting out for a little bit because you know I didn't know when you'd be here. So just uh, you know, tell me if they're too cold and I can eat them up in the microwave while they're good. Okay. But he likes it when she likes it when food gets cold. Remember? Whoops, sorry. Left this out by accident. Sorry, I'm so stupid. It's not an accident. You want to see it? No, wait. No, it's stupid. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What is it? Oh, well, I go to archery camp every summer, and last summer I got five bullseyes in a day, so, you know, they gave me the sharpshooter of the week award. That's actually really cool. It is actually really cool, because you're so cool. I I love. Okay, so there's that positive relationship, Uh right? Then there's also we've got to talk about. Oh, I just forgot her name. The mentee, the 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 high school student. Okay, so I want to hear. Holly may have to step out any minute here. Mm -hmm. Feel free to. Let's meet. So, so she has this like moment where she is like, "Dear God, oh my gosh, tomorrow is an important day." Oh my gosh, and it has when I tell to you, be good. I think I said that prayer. I'm oh like, but when you get my old journal, <laughs> I say that Tomorrow's a really important day, and all this is like high school step up she day. She sat right. her prayer off. She said, love, Kayla. Love. I said, and that is Here's how you knew it was serious. She closed her MacBook. That's yeah. right. She never closes the tech, yeah. which we have to talk about technology, too. Yeah. Okay, so here, so she's, she, here oh she God. is. She's on her way. Also, why do they walk in with their arms on top of each other like kindergartners? I that saw that, so. and I was like, mm, That's the only part where I'm like, that's, that's not real. So yes. they're walking through the hallway. Okay, we're getting ready to meet Olivia, the cool senior. What do you think of the overall fit? Like, the overalls. Is that a good choice? Yeah, why? Like, babyish. Hi, Hey, hey, um, I'm Olivia. Hi, I'm Kayla. Okay. I'm gonna hug you. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, this will be so fun. Um, yeah. 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 Are you nervous? Like, you don't have to be nervous. Sorry. Like, no, 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 don't be sorry. I'm, I'm nervous. Like, I want you to have fun. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. This is gonna be great. High school yeah. is boring and, like, horrible, but, like, also amazing, and it's gonna be great. Okay. <laughs> People are awesome. You're gonna be, you're, okay, this is gonna be so fun. Okay. You're so cute. Let's go. Let's okay. do this. Okay. Yay! And so, like, she has, she, God gives her a good day. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But then she goes with the friend. Like, how do we, I cannot stop thinking about this because we are a fifth through twelfth grade building. Mm-hmm. And I was like, does this have implications for, like, our school and the fact that we have all of these grades together? And what does that mean? I don't know. My mind went, what did you all make of, like, Olivia and the friend group? 
And then that jerk boy, whatever his name is. Mm. Riley. Oh, well done. Riley's bad. His name would be Riley. Riley. I don't know. What do we make of all that? If anything. Well, going backwards first, obviously one of the most, I mean, that scene in the car is terrible. But one of the worst things is when she's like, don't tell Olivia about this. I know, because Olivia would be mad at the yeah. friend, and right? She, yeah, probably. The Olivia that I know would totally be mad. And she's and so and she's valuing that new friendship so highly that she doesn't want anything. It breaks my heart. Yeah. Ugh. But I don't know, too. That it's just interesting. Olivia is just showing her all the good possibilities of of what it could be, and then but also isn't super thoughtful the way like a senior probably wouldn't be. Yeah. Mm. Right. Holly, I think you have to step out. I do. In to, a second, what, but I do wanna, you have final words? I, we need I, a Holly. Yeah, I want to say, so um, it is the fifth through 12th grade thing is interesting here because I think we try to be intentional in keeping them separate. Like yeah. the whole idea of the sidewalk and you can't yeah. cross this sidewalk if you are, you know, whatever age. Um, but then... I don't know. It, it, I know, like, when I we, when I first started, we would did a lot more, um, like, pairing of older kids with younger kids for tutoring. But there were a lot of things, like, we had, a, we had to train the older kids. Like, you don't give them your phone number. You don't mm. look them up on Snapchat. Oh, that's like, you interesting. Don't, you don't do these things. And we're not back to a place yet where we have, like, lots of older kids tutoring younger kids. But, but yeah, I mean, making sure there's these defined lines. Because you don't want, like, 6th and 7th graders being privy to, you know, somebody's Snapchat that might have something very inappropriate and and crazy right like that's yeah it's not a peer relationship even though it feels right. like it should be. right yes right. Yes, right. yes yes it was like this is trying to treat it more as professional than peer um but you're right they yeah. need training in it like yeah. olivia needed training yeah too. like olivia should not have been all like and you could hey. tell she was like hesitant about she was nervous are you sure too. i should leave you alone with this guy are you sure you're comfortable are you like her instinct was good she had good instincts all throughout yeah. but like oh Medium execution. Medium. Yeah. Which is par for the course for a, yeah, what, for what was she like, a 10? 17, 18? I yeah, think junior, senior, senior, senior maybe. Yeah, I think she, that's mm. what I Which thought. I also didn't, I, I, seniors aren't inviting eighth graders. I know, it's hard ever. to So imagine. that was, I was like, okay, I'm having to buy in a little bit here because mm-hmm. people, have, I don't know, seniors aren't doing that, but. True. But I do think it, I think it was like a positive way to see Kayla in a different like friend yes. environment. So I appreciate the function in the movie. No, agreed, agreed, agreed. Well, okay. How about how about technology? Yeah, I wanted, oh, I wanted to yeah, the technology piece. So it's a, your the idea that like she's very conscious of herself and like always looking for like how she's different from others. Like everybody she meets, like she's different than somebody can't feel connected. So has that like because technology? I mean when they are on all these um, social media sites. I mean, that that's a continuation of that. Like, you're just always posting things so that yes. you do fit yes. in. And you're, I, it becomes more of a keen feeling, I think, that you're different because you're viewing yourself. You're, I don't know, like the pictures of yourself, the videoing of yourself, you become more. Like, I think that these kids in this movie and today are just more self-conscious because of those types of things. They're literally so much just more is compared. Compared, but they're like looking. Like, we didn't look at ourselves that much. Like, mm. we were not like on our cameras like oh my god all the time like taking these things and using them right. as mirrors like all the time i mean it's just like that like that wasn't like we were not in our own faces all the time choosing which um, of 25 or 30 pictures you took right mm-hmm. yeah right. yeah right. yeah what's gonna look what what light am i best in what you know what angle what is all this like how 
Oh my gosh. That wasn't something that we considered. Like I, the self-consciousness is um, so much more than what it was. Um, it's like taking how we're feeling about being self-conscious, but like amplifying it and like documenting it. Mm-hmm. And the weirdest part for me, she doesn't even have anyone following her or watching her. You, you, like she's like literally cultivating and curating all of this product and passively also but also not participating in it. Like Sherry Turkle's work alone together, like right. this notion of like, literally she's in her room, she's ignoring her dad, who's like doing everything he can to reach out. And she has her headphones and, and she's just like endlessly, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that was such a beautifully set bedroom mm-hmm. with the lights and the darkness and the light of that. Um, yeah, no. What do you think? I mean, I feel like I feel like like Hannah, you're a little younger. Yeah, you might Holly identify with like, this did more. Did you have to curate a social identity like in eighth grade? So are you wired differently because I'm of a, what grade you got Snapchat in? Actually, I think maybe. Yeah, I'm on the cusp. Okay. So I lived all through all of middle school without a phone. Okay. Um, I got a phone in the ninth grade, mm-hmm. and then my little sister got a phone at the same time. That was contentious. Mm. And honestly, I'm still feeling it a little, I yeah, think. Yeah, I'd be mad. Um, I got a phone in the ninth grade, and I had two flip phones <laughs> and before I had a smartphone. Yeah, yeah. And I got a smart – like, I had a smartphone in high school. I think maybe, like, junior year or yeah, something yeah. after my two, like, not smartphones. Um, and so I – I don't know. I think our relationship with our being like people in my year, Mm -hmm. maybe the year above, maybe the year below. I think we're all in this little pocket of like weirdness in between the kids who have had Snapchat since they got a phone Uh and like the adults that like got their smartphones Mm -hmm. as an adult and like social media affects all of the older people differently than it affects everybody else, I think. Yeah, the Facebook people. But I, I think that the social media was very relevant. I I really appreciated the depiction of like her scrolling on Twitter yeah. and scrolling on all of the different apps and commenting and like thinking about what it is she's going to comment and responding to the DM. You know, I that I was like, oh, this is just so it's real. It's really it real. It felt real. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to manage. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so, a lot it's of it's a, you don't have time for friends. No, it's a lot of brain power. Yeah, and and. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a lot of cultivating. Sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, it's Be- why kids well, aren't sleeping. That's yeah. that and also all of it is designed to keep their attention yeah. on purpose. Yes. yes. Like that's yes. the intention is that they will not look away. That yes. is the purpose of you lose your social media. You lose yeah. Your yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so I don't I I'm not gonna sit here and say that I don't like mindlessly scroll on my social media too, because I'm just a little bit older. Like of course I of course I do. We all do. I do. But I yeah. do think I, I don't know, I think about my littlest sister is a senior in high school. And she is a Snapchat street girl. She is like she that she's that age. She's the yeah. age of the seniors. And so, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's interesting. I don't often think about like where I fit into all of it because I feel like I'm still surrounded by the eighth graders that are like actually our eighth graders are very willing to give up their phones every day. But at my last school, like the phones were a huge issue and they were mm. my kids at my last school would have a screen time average of like, I'm not kidding, 22 hours a week that was their average their daily average was like 22 hours so not only were they not every, sleeping what every yes. day yes There's 24 hours in a day i know what i know i'm saying the number and you're hearing it they were not sleeping oh they were not paying attention in school they're scrolling like this they know they're not supposed to be scrolling they know they want to they know that they, they need to put their stop. phone up but they, they can't, can't stop, stop. It's, yeah it's it's crazy and so oh. the one thing that i 
think is miraculous is our phone policy in the middle school, at least. Um, insofar as it is working right now, it yeah. is it's a dream as a teacher not to have to worry about mm-hmm. the way the phone is constantly calling to them in the yeah. pocket. It is always, you know. It's, hu- it's a human thing. Yes. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I think, yeah, I, social media, we've got so much to learn. And we are going to, we are about to learn so much about what, what it has done to us. us. Literally, yes. Because it takes so long what for it has done to us. Like good research yes. to happen. Yeah, that... there's some great research now. I think that the conference I just went to, it was um, they, they looked at the last 10 years, 2012 mm-hmm. to 2022, because by the 2012, yeah, yeah, that the, was the, it. The, the smartphones became ubiquitous, and they're looking. And that's when most teenagers, like they're finding, like not just adults, but kids were having these things in their hand and what that's done. And it is mm-hmm. fascinating. And I want to talk about like the, getting Snapchat. So we did a... Um, fast like it was like this social media smartphone fast thing um we used to do these fast like around what's the holiday that lent comes? lent yes ah, okay yes it was part yeah. of lent nice when i did service learning and so every year we had a couple of kids give up their phones and this was for a couple of years and, I, and we would do these like you know lunch conversation of the yeah. day you give up your phone and and it was fascinating that um the groups of kids who did it, because some kids just never use their phone anyway, mm-hmm. and they didn't bother them. But then there was a group of kids sometimes who would give up their phones, and they would talk about like the anxiety it caused yes. them. And yes. I will say, the I mean, I mean, just mm-hmm. but just like in, in terms of dealing with these kids, uh, they were already highly anxious people. Some of them having diagnoses mm-hmm. of anxiety, and you wonder, is it because they started social media and made really bad mistakes? in social media world at like fifth and sixth graders and now are just so you know hyper focused hyper conscious of themselves and how they seem to their peers because of mistakes made that were mm. public right you can't take those back right so um it's i don't know but anxiety yes anxiety diagnoses have gone up by something like 20 30 percent um over the last 10 years not just during covid but do we think kayla has an anxiety diagnosis yeah i don't know I know we're running out of time here, but like I keep going back and forth as I watch it. Like I mm. need to get you to a professional yeah. because you're saying you're constantly like you're on a roller coaster, but also but it's scary. Yeah, I I don't know though because I was like, oh, that is an eighth grade feeling, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's like the most like, normal I feeling. I I think. Maybe she is feeling anxious, but maybe it's just that she's feeling anxious. I don't yeah. know necessarily right. that I was like, oh, this is an anxious child. She's still surviving. She's still going to yeah, school. Yeah, she's, she's putting one foot in front of the other. She's making her videos. She's still, yeah. she's going through, like she's doing things. Well, um, yeah, no. So so there's this amazing, we're not going to get to listen to it, but an amazing scene with her dad around the fire. In which all of I my, I he mean, says all the perfect things. He, this dad, dad by the way. So if you are a parent perfect. listening to this podcast, immediately watch this and be like this dad. Except make her not be on her phone when you're talking to her. <laughs> but but again <laughs> though, that was that you can tell that's a rule he made. He said on he Friday. Said on he, Fridays. On, so he's just trying to stick to what he it's said. Not, and it's you, trying yeah, to be you fair. You pick your battle as a parent, yeah. right? Like, and, and he's always walking around in his underwear and she never says anything about it. So they have some kind of day <laughs> Why does he take his shirt off all the all time? The time <laughs> like peek in. Because it's a very dad thing to oh do. Oh my gosh, it it's so embarrassing. Do, it's so embarrassing. Okay, I'm just going to play the very, very... My kids very... call Petru Daddy Gorilla when he takes his shirt off. It's so relatable. It is like the most hilarious disgusting thing like you look like a gorilla dad <laughs> okay this is the very very 
last thing. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. This is the last. This is also weeping. Mm-hmm. So we didn't talk about the time capsule thing, but that's oh another like fascinating sort of thing to think through. Did about. either of you do that? Yes. Uh, also, I made my eighth grader. I made my sixth graders write letters to their eighth grade self. I did that. Ah! Yeah, I had to write a letter to myself, and it was We're depressing so to read. Mine was, mine was literally hers verbatim. It was like, do you have a boyfriend? Yeah, I think Are I you said pretty? that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, yeah. Oh my Don't gosh. worry if you're not. I didn't, I didn't want to fit in an eighth grade. I just wanted a boyfriend. <laughs> I just wanted, have you been kissed yet? Those were my most important, like three things. Those are the critical details. <laughs> so, so time capsule, fascinating. We should all do them. I feel like we should all do them or not. I don't know. That's a question. <sighs> but she then at the end, so we see sixth grade self to eighth grade self. Then at the end, and she burns it. So that's a thing. Yeah. But then it's the climactic moment with her dad. Then at the end, she's doing one for her 12th grade self. And I just want to play this because I feel like this is what we as educators constantly are saying to our 8th graders slash middle schoolers all day, every day, over and over again. Okay, it's coming. It's whatever. It is whatever. Yeah. I'm past it now. And I'm moving forward. And you can do that too with high school. Okay, here it is. If it didn't go great. Just because things are happening to you right now doesn't mean that they're always going to happen to you. And things will change. And, you know, you never know what's going to, like, happen next. And that's what makes things exciting and scary. And fun. Oh, she's so wise. Eighth grade self. She did it. She did it. I think that also makes me think she is does not have an anxiety disorder too. Is she's saying like she can see the distance. Yes, yeah, yes, she can see the light. She's like, oh, I feel like I'm exiting the roller coaster of middle school now and about to embark on a new one in high school. So true. Yeah. So true. What else do you want to say before we end this? There's so much to talk about. We didn't get to talk about sort of like the importance of sex ed. Well, <laughs> right. I was just gonna ask both of you like, because obviously I'm. I grew up from the male perspective in eighth yeah. grade. And is there all of that like staring and boy anxiety? And like, uh, one thing I appreciated was how like much of a doofus they made Aiden seem oh like. My like he's wearing his whack basketball yeah. shoes. He's got a Steph Curry <laughs> what is wrong? jersey. We kept, we kept calling him Xander Rust until he got Uh-oh. gross at the end. And then we were uh, like, no, don't call, him that. don't call him that. But, it, no but it's just no. so interesting to me. Like, he's so goofy. Yes. He, but. But he has the prettiest eyes, or whatever. But and it's he just, doesn't. I just want to say his <laughs> eyes are not. For the record, oh, okay, dang, this name? is a real Aiden? life eighth grader is his out name there. Aiden? Oh, sorry, Aiden. sorry, yeah. Aiden. If you're listening to this, we love we, you. You're beautiful. It's just, it's just your you're, you're 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 senior you are. Sorry, <laughs> it's Bo Barnum's fault. <laughs> he did that to it's you. It's a weird casting. Okay, anyway. But that was the thing for me is because I remember not even. It was just part of like this is who my identity is supposed to be though. Like you're supposed to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Like less so even mm-hmm. thinking about is this other person worth worth my time or whatever. It's just I'm I'm supposed to have one by oh, now. Nope. It's like a me. It like so yeah. I was wondering that that's how I felt. And clearly she's feeling the same way Kayla is. Mm-hmm. But I'm also just wondering like, and this is just more generally in the pop culture anyway. Yeah. Is like girls and women are hardly ever given any agency over their mm. romantic lives. Mm. But so maybe that was just me being like, but like. Were they really like that? Were all the girls out there trying to figure out things the same way? Or I think that Kayla's interactions and, like, relationship to Aiden 
is just another interesting like microcosm of her trying to find her her spot, space and her spot in all of it. And so I, I saw you shaking your head about like boyfriends and stuff like that. Like you didn't feel I felt, like you I needed felt, a boyfriend. I didn't feel like I needed a boyfriend, but I was in love with so many people. Yeah. Mm. And obsessed I mean, crushes, like Aiden. Of course. Like the yeah. whole like slow motion, like you stare and you're like waiting for them to come. That was super real for yeah. me. But I didn't like feel like I needed yeah, and I think also you were in a secure spot in the. But I was grade, in a super yeah. secure, which is amazing. And I mean, the, yeah, I think probably yeah. what Kayla was looking for in hoping to have a boyfriend one day, you had already found maybe so. in like a safe group of friends. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Ish. I always wanted a boyfriend, mm. always, um, and I was always crushing on people and always very fixated on like how their action like I, it was like I was planning yes. a scene in a TV yes. show yes. I was like okay well That's they're real. gonna walk over there and mm-hmm. I want to be there so they can see me and like then they'll think about me later and it's like no they're too busy thinking about themselves just like you are <laughs> of course we know that we can say that now but I think yeah I think that it the Bo Burnham including this like weird eighth grade crush yeah. territory I think that's just a that's a way all of this can manifest and does often manifest in the eighth grade, but it doesn't always. I don't think it always has to. I think it all of that energy of like I want to be the way I'm supposed to be mm. comes out in so many ways. It comes out in like who you're supposed to be friends with or mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be good at or you know what grades you are supposed to get. It's like, yes. I don't know. No, agreed. I think my biggest takeaway. The last thing I want to say is, like, I want to find every child that looks self-conscious in any way and, like, invite them to hang out, except they wouldn't want to hang out with me (laughs) 40 years old. But, like, yes. Um, That is my – I want to, like – I want to make Kayla feel safe and secure. Like, I want – and I think your point at the beginning is so good as teachers. Like, to just have that slight perspective shift because, in a way, we are still like Kayla. Like, in a way, we're all still – yeah. It's about me. Like, even as teachers, we're like, Absolutely. the way you just acted is clearly disrespectful to me and is, like, rude to me. And you, why do you hate me? When all of us are just, like, these flawed humans bumping up against each other and all this of little these various. In awkward, around so in this awkward space. All my kids kept saying with the awkward teachers was, like, that is so much like you, Mom. When the guy does the dab. Oh, okay. They're like, Mom, <laughs> The dab totally was so would, much. The dab and that's was real. so good. That's it was, they're like, you would totally do that. And so, him not even understanding when to do the dab. Yes. Like, you kids do this, whatever, let's I'm go. I'm just going to do it. I don't even care. But, like, also, yeah. <laughs> I love those adults. That's my go. That's my final word. Um, my final word is when, um, that I just loved everything about the little fire, the bonfire oh scene. Gosh. I love when she, like, walks into the room like this and she's like, can you help me burn something? That's, like, so angsty to me. Can you help me burn something? And she says in this, just got me she said I love her like I I love her because she's my daughter but I think if she turned out like me being her mom would make me really sad I was gonna play that scene yeah and and then he her dad eventually responds with it's so easy to love you and I think that's what I want all eighth graders even the ones who aren't your kids even the ones who you know you look at them and you're like oh I bet they know that they're loved maybe they don't Maybe they don't. And regardless, they deserve to hear it. They deserve to hear that it is easy to love them because I think mm. that is the thing that feels so impossible in the eighth grade is it feels impossible that someone yes. could look at you in all of this mess with all of your acne and your frizzy hair mm-hmm. and all of your social anxiety and think that you're easy to love. 
Oh. It seems impossible. But we've all been, we've all been there. And we all have been the eighth grader that feels like it's impossible to love. But they're so easy to love. They are so easy. They Just are. watch this movie. <laughs> and you will see. And you will see. <laughs>